When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Woo, 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 woo. No Mason today. No Ireland today. Yep. But the big CY, Clinton Yates, Andy Kamenetsky, AK in the Mason house. In Ireland today. Um, Andy, once you're set up, we can talk about how I think we're the only two people yeah. on earth that were not enthralled by the World Cup yep. final along And Michael way. Thompson wants to know why you guys ghosted him. He <laughs> called mean, the both of you yesterday. And I heard you at proudly, seven in the morning. proudly proclaiming this. Taylor as well. Ha! You think I watch World Cup? Yeah, what do I look a, like? It's, it's, you know, it's not our best. Like? It's, it's not our that. best here. What do I look like? Some straight, cisgender, tall, white guy? Oh, wait. No. That's both of you. Oh, sorry. I missed <laughs> it. Why do you care what I like? I this don't is care the part what I you like, understand. but the idea is that, here's the deal. I actually got out of my bed and walked to a local establishment okay. to watch this. Why? Good for you. Because the humans who enjoy this are the type of humans that get out and do this. This is kind of why we do it all. And here's the other thing. It was the best world, men's World Cup final of all time. So that there was a bonus element to people getting on you because of that. Don't get me wrong. The final, normally not the best match. But in this one, you got a banger. You got dealing with both okay. the French and the Argentine populations. Here's, lovely populations, if you get my meaning here. It was a great time being out. Here's what I was hoping for. What's that? I know he doesn't like soccer. Which is fine. I'm not. I'm not. No, that, I'm, I'm not, not here sitting. About that. I'm yeah. not here sitting watching soccer matches it. all the time. Care. There's a difference. Okay, but there's. Not caring is a pretty. It's that's not that far off from saying that. Yeah, I don't care about that sport. I don't. I'm not. You're not paying attention to it. Yes, but I'm kind of the same way as well. I was hoping, and this is is what it is. If he's not getting into yesterday's game, you're not going to get into a game. No, I thought you'd get caught up in it. I thought you'd somebody could not be a I, football fan or like had my, I been watching it, I may had gotten caught up in it. Well, the, but, okay, right. But what I'm saying is like if seven ten had a watch party, would you go? If I was contractually obligated to attend, <laughs> I, I would attend. <laughs> not quit my job but, but, over there. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I'm a I guess. I guess what I meant is amongst people who you know know how to throw a good party, if there's one surrounding the World Cup final, which is effectively the Super Bowl yeah. of global sports, just yeah. in the context of, no, most people who watch the World Cup final are not necessarily soccer fans. They're just tuning in or, and or joining for the party. I, I like a good time. It. If AK there's wings and, and beer, I'll show wings up to a party. But I don't. No, I mean, I don't feel like I missed anything. I guess is the point I'm getting at. I, oh, you missed a lot. Okay, first no, of all, to me, it's really good. Uh, first of all, it's for not me, the point. Who has this? Not, is the point that it was good or not is not my point. Okay, it was good. Okay, but okay, uh, Trav, Trav, no. it's the same thing as somebody who knows nothing about football. Sure, and they go to a Super Bowl party or they watch uh-huh. the Super Bowl. And they get into it. They're not going to go watch weeks one through seventeen or one one through eighteen. But they get into it for that moment. That's okay. it. That's, that's it's fine. nothing more than that. I mean, look, let's just be honest about this. What you're talking about, Alan, that's an American culture thing. The Super Bowl party that transcends whether or not the guests all like football or not. Certainly, America is not a soccer culture. Therefore, the once every four years party is not going to infiltrate. American culture, broadly speaking, because obviously there were a lot of Americans who got caught up in the World Cup and enjoyed, and that's great for all of them. 
but it's it's not apples to apples. No, because but you're not talking about. But this something is that's... this is a bit of a misnomer because the notion that America is in a soccer culture is not the point. You know how many people are in England? Like total. There are so, more American soccer fans in the United States of America. Right, just but, on numbers but England, alone. But England forget is a, about the percentage. But England is a soccer I know. So the what, what, of what, their what I'm saying is this. There's still more people that actually enjoy the game. Okay. And so when you talk about these pockets of humans where it's like, oh, no, nobody's trying to convince anybody to like anything. But you're going to find yourself a good party when you get there. I think that's, that's, kind, that's, that's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at. And you might enjoy that. That's okay. what I'm saying. As a man that I know enjoys a good party, you might enjoy <laughs> that. Travis Moore, enjoy, to be honest, because I know Travis pretty well. <laughs> Travis enjoys the accoutrements of a party. That's yes. what I'm saying. More, no, more than the actual party. Absolutely. He doesn't necessarily need to be amongst the people. <laughs> if you send him all the stuff that's at the party to then his house, he doesn't house, need to go. He doesn't <laughs> need to meet any of these human beings That's a good point. That's exactly right. I understand right. Just Travis. leave everything at the front door. <laughs> the if party a la carte, a, yeah. if you will. If there was going to be a biography, I'd like you to write it, Andy. Just Instacart Travis all the stuff that you would enjoy at the party. <laughs> yeah. did you and see, he's good. Did you see a missed call from Michael Lesson or yesterday morning michael thompson oh is that why he was calling me he called, he called this amazing oh, amazing I, <laughs> the so michael tells me yesterday michael, michael tells me yesterday i see michael and i know he's obviously i knew he was going to be excited about the game the last couple of weeks he's wanted to talk world cup during the pregame show so oh really he's obviously excited about <laughs> did about not know that what's happening but he mentioned he said do you know I called two people this morning? I called Travis Rogers. I called Andy Kamenitsky. Neither of them answered. I'm what like, okay, he? did they hit you back? Did they text you back? He goes, nothing. I thought he was buck dialing. So it was also, like, it was like six thirty. So Michael, what are you doing? Call the big C one. What are knows, you doing? He did that on purpose. Oh, so he, he was knows, trolling you guys. He's not even trolling. He knows that he was trying to get them to answer and say, guys, the World Cup's about to start. Oh, so <laughs> Watch the World Cup. Telephone tree? Something like that. Both of them ghosted him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, again, though, I... The first call was at 6.05, which, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my immediate... The broadcast starts at 6, the game starts at 7. My, first kick, we all know this. Right, my immediate response <laughs> is, Michael must be butt-dialing me on accident, because uh, A, is often... A is often, for uh, to let people behind the curtain, Andy. butt dials. <laughs> Andy, the higher up you get into the alphabet, the ah. more likely you are to get butt dialed. That's an excellent ah. point. I did yeah. not realize that. So this happens to me. So I figured it's <laughs> 6 in the morning, and you know I've already forgotten about our conversations Friday about the World Cup, and it's 6 in the morning. I'm not really thinking anyway. <laughs> did he call again? Yes, he called again at 7, <laughs> to which I'm like, the hell, dude! So wow, I was so up. he was committed. I, are you not texting me? I was. I mean, up. I, yeah, I'm texting. I'm trying to sleep, I, man. I, so I was up because I'm old and I can't sleep anymore. Sure. Right. So I, but I was not near my phone. No. So I go back to my phone, and Michael's first call to me was like at seven ten, and I look at it and I see a missed call. I'm like, what a company man. had to be a butt dial. Had to be a butt right. dial, and I don't think too much about it. Then about an hour later, I get another call from him. I'm like. Why is Wait. Michael trying to get to me at seven o'clock on a Sunday? <laughs> Looking, I'm like, oh, it's got to be the world. Cup. Check, out your, yeah. check out your missed calls, your missed call times, because I also got one at seven ten a.m. Wow. What were your other times, Travis? I, I'm going to look, I'm gonna look wow, right now. Guys you guys talk amongst yourselves. So, in the interim, I'll tell you guys that I did have. Speaking of accoutrement, let's just say that I bought something from the store 
in my neighborhood. Seven fourteen and eight forty seven. Okay. Wow. Got, you went eight forty seven. I got six oh five for my first, which is really <laughs> that's big, early. That, yeah, that's the big double middle fingers. Yeah. You've already lost me <laughs> at this point. Then seven ten. Then eight forty. Well, I'm going to ask Michael and Pre. Why was there an hour difference between? I mean, the times are all. Maybe over he had the place an hour's here. worth of people to call. Yeah. I was Maybe, say, Andy's a Travis's the telephone is T. Tree is long, he has to right? work hey, through Trace, all the other letters. Trace, are you up? <laughs> Clay. So, so I got something. I got a. Uh, let's just call it a gift. From across the street, the place that I buy things from regularly during the week in my neighborhood, if you get my point. It's a soccer ball. And when I first walked into this establishment to get it, I was like, oh, I want one of those. Whatever. I'll take whatever the price. I want one. It's a trinket from World Cup. I want it. I bought two, as a matter of fact. I went back into the store two days later, having completely forgotten about the things that I had bought at the store because I was coming home from work. I had been in happy hour, whatever. Some things just end up on the couch in a bag. You forget about them until the next morning. A couple days later, I walk by a poster in said place, and I go, oh, right, I bought those. <laughs> and then I realize, I'm like, those aren't just soccer balls. There's something inside of these things. But I couldn't figure out how to get the stupid ball open, <laughs> so I had to go to YouTube and find <laughs> a guy, and sure enough, different, let's just say different toys of all different varieties from like six that were branded for six different countries that were mm. like all in the thing. Coolest thing I'd ever seen. I gave one to my buddy. He was like, you're serious? This is a gift? I can keep what's inside and I can keep the ball? Absolutely. So for those of you who saw, perhaps on my IG story. Soccer. Yeah, see? See? <laughs> now no, see, I knew. I knew. I knew. Those of you who saw my IG story and saw a picture of a soccer ball in which I pointed arrows at Croatia and Morocco because they played it in the third place game. That was just a little coded message to those who know what's actually. Well, going what's kind of weird. I'll show is, you the pictures off offline later. What's weird is <laughs> um, they didn't watch Sunday's game, but they both caught Croatia and Morocco, Morocco yeah, for third Saturday. place. Saturday, third for place. third place. They both, which was so <laughs> weird. That was the game they both cared about. They didn't care about the final. The third place game is what got that. Yeah, we're. What do you got? Okay. Oh, you got to open that up for me. Oh yeah. Wait, this is Miss Croatia, now, now right? we're talking about it. Look, by the way, that I'm a soccer fan now. Right. The, the, See? Seeing what's inside those soccer balls makes me incredibly exciting. Um, not that that reminded me of anything, Clinton, but did you go to Mike Tyson's event? Did you go see uh, Iron Mike? I did not end up at that. He was gone by the time I could get there, and so I did not bring the gifts. That's why I kind of felt bad, too. Oh, okay. So I'm I, I wanted to see if Mike was uh, in full Mike Tyson. What event? event? <laughs> what event was this? He was going to go see Good Mike brand. in a local dispensary. Mike was. Did, he did make an appearance, and you I, just didn't get I there I didn't time? get there because by the time I got out of here after a crosstalk, I checked the thing, and I was going to be getting there right when he was leaving, and I didn't want to risk it and be all out. Okay, there, so. very quickly, guys. I did other things. What we saw the Patriots do at the end of the game Bro, yesterday. Not bad. Is that the dumbest play in in NFL history? Considering that it was a tie game that they could have gone to overtime. Is is I know there's the playoffs Joe on Pasarczyk, the line. Um, Herm Edwards moment, which we still see fifty years later. There's Gerald Yepremian. There's sure. Leon Lett times two. He has two of those along the way. But I don't know because here's the thing, and Al's heard me scream about this for the last three hours. What did he expect Mac Jones to do with the ball once he got it? I'll bet. You're not throwing it back to Michael Vick. I'll bet he thought Mac Jones could have thrown it again. That's I, exactly I think he just didn't know So he doesn't know he, he doesn't think, know the yes, rules? Because because the the what is this outside cold assassin. Well, Calvin Ball is real. I mean, like the audacity of the play. And then the fact that he even explained after the game, he said, I thought I saw the quarterback open. 
He didn't say Mac Jones, elite athlete. He said, I thought I saw right. the quarterback open. Leading me Does to believe he thought. worse? No, it, it, it kind of does. But at the same time, it's like, bro, this is a Bill Belichick coach team. How does this happen? I'm not, dis- I'm, not, I'm not depending on special teams players to make great plays at the end of games. It regular. wasn't a special teams play. Well, it was I'm, a regular I, 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 play. I get it, but I'm saying like in a sort of special – what I mean is like a closed game situation. If I guess the idea – I mean, because obviously you should just take yourself to overtime and start over again, obviously. But if you are trying to bring this thing to fruition, <laughs> you are trying your best to keep that ball with live possibilities. Yeah. I mean, that's the logic. It's not good logic, but that's the logic. Galactically stupid. Agreed. Or he didn't know the score. That's it. The the, the other part of this, and I have two theories here. Number one is he just didn't know the score, and so he thought they had to score to win the game, that they were behind. The other part is is the first Patriots player who threw the lateral, Ramonde Stevens. That wasn't necessarily a much better play. It wasn't. Yeah. It was it was less risky but equally stupid. And probably right. okay. created panic. And, 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 well, yes. And I wonder if that wasn't the moment where Myers said, he must know something I don't. Maybe I don't know the score. If he threw it to me, we must be behind. You know what, And though? then he panicked. Yeah. If, we have seen like how many of those in our collective lives watching football, those toss the ball around, sure. toss the ball around, toss, lateral, lateral, lateral. They're just like us. They've watched a million of those too, and our instinct is always keep the ball live. Yeah, like you, but that they ins- weren't behind. That's why I said it's effectively a special team <laughs> yeah, play. That's, that's that what kills inst- it. Yeah, it's a that tie game. instinct right. though takes over. It's just you need to keep this ball live. I tend to agree. Does no one in the huddle goes, guys, it's a tie score. If we get it, great, but nothing crazy here. Do, no, I mean well they're not even throwing security. a Hail Mary. You're basically just saying, hey, we're going to overtime. The play call is we're going to overtime. <laughs> but, they're not well, throwing it on. 60 is, yards. Is the play, but, 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 well, listen, Belichick said after the game, the reason he didn't go to the end zone is he can't throw it that far. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't, Which has been proven to be false. Right, meaning I don't know that the play was to just go to ground. You know what I mean? If they if they had a play drawn up that they thought – I mean, the play was running, not to throw it backwards a, 40 yards across the field. To the quarterback. But if they thought that they could get some to kind of a playoff – unathletic quarterback. Man. But you just think he's going to throw really it to bad. someone else. Like, if anyone can find somebody open for this lateral, it's your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, the guy doesn't know the rules. <laughs> I told you, one of the smartest things I ever learned when I first started covering football in college was that, what the, the i never forget this, the offensive coordinator, he said, bro, you know why they have scoreboards on both ends of the football field? He was like, it's for the players. These guys do not remember things in situationals the way that you would expect them to because, hello, they're knocking each other around all the time, and it's kind of hectic. He's like, trust me, guys forget situations a lot more than anybody's I, willing to admit. I don't game. disagree that guys forget that doesn't make it any less stupid. No, it, sure. it, it, it doesn't Are you make cutting it him tomorrow? anymore. No, he's a good player. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the, again. This is like I know what your I know yeah. your point about calling it a special teams play. This is not a guy who's never on the field. He's yeah. a, one of your better offensive players who's out there a lot. Who presumably has some situational awareness. Presumably, who, who just went. He's going to be remembered. For yes. that play. You, I will be God willing. 80-something years old, watching football on yes. a Thanksgiving weekend, and that play's coming uh, 100%, up. 100%, yep. that replay will, will come you up. You see yep. it again. I've been watching replays of the reaction videos on TikTok literally all morning. That's like what I've been doing. Dude <laughs> sitting on their couch, just in total disbelief. Old guys in somewhere in New Hampshire or whatever. Just can't believe what's going on. It's been fantastic. You want it right now? Yes, right now. I only do it because I like you. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear. Oh, oh here it I comes. I know it's coming. Yep, that's coming. Hold on. We're World Cup 
champions and I want the trophy and I want a ribbon and I want a cake <laughs> and I want all my friends to have a sleepover and I want it now. And Messi's mother in this particular stuff. Now, Messi, you've earned it. And they'd have a little party, and they'd bring their sleeping bags, and they'd have Garfield and and Lightning McQueen, and everybody would have a Lightning party. McQueen. Yeah, I just wanted to be noted that honorable Mexican Jorge is in here, rocking the albiceleste yes. with the most pride I've ever seen yeah. a non-Argentinian, non-Barça fan. Rock. Alan knows why. Yeah, he's got a cool story. Oh, I know story. why. Alan knows he's got a cool story I'm just saying, it. he came in here acting like he might as well have been born in Buenos Aires. I mean, you know, that, that's, that was the impression uh, I, I had. I got to say, far. Okay. Emily's right. pronunciation was better than yours. Of what, just, Buenos Aires? Yes. She, she, okay. she, it sounded a little better. <laughs> Emily's from Argentina. <laughs> yes. She's originally. <laughs> I was like, are we, are we competing on accents Yes, now? I am. I'm scoring everything all the time. Maybe you should tune into the show and you might learn how to say the name of the country. Hey, Huh? You should watch the games, then you know how to say the words. But I don't want to. Exactly. That's why. <laughs> that doesn't interest me. That's at all. why it's not that, that impressive because those of us who watch the soccer know how to say the words. But you didn't. She did. No, Mason and Harlan, coming up next. We'll see you. How tomorrow. would you know? Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah! Ah! Monday growl. Ah! Mason in Ireland, ESPN 710, the big CY, AK, Andy Kamenetsky's in the building. What's up, dude? We haven't worked together in a long time. It's been a long-ass time. I was looking forward to this. <laughs> this is good. When I, when I heard, unfortunately, that Mace was going to be out today, and obviously condolences sure. to Mace. Sure, pay our respects. Uh, Little Fredo, I, I stop I tapping know. the table. That's gonna make me crazy. All Sorry. Day. Okay, it's okay. Go on. But uh, just criticizing him I right off the top. That early because I can hear it. Good yeah. way to start a rapport between <laughs> us. T- Fifteen seconds in, stop doing what you're doing, Andy. <laughs> I just had to say that because I couldn't focus. We pay our respects to Fredo. Obviously. I'm gonna be sitting on my hand now. It's okay. It's okay. Well, for you, yeah. <laughs> it's great for you. I swear, if you keep doing that back there, I'm walking out. I know it's a short show today. I'm leaving at three o'clock. If you guys keep look, what, last time somebody said they didn't like something was Mason talking about the fire alarm, and we played the fire alarm for two weeks straight. Oh man! So well, you, thank you mentioning this, so thank you. You're very welcome to be I'm having this saying, for the entire show. Inter- if you guys want to <laughs> introduce foreign object sounds to every program, <laughs> that's on you. We got plenty drops here as well. Have yeah. you have you not been here before, Quinn? Yeah. <laughs> I texted Greg yes. and was like, who's going to be in for Mace? Because Mace was supposed to be in today. And he said, Clinton Yates. And I okay. said, that's awesome, man. Well. Until you began critiquing Okay. Me. All right. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to see you. Uh, for those of you who are not tuned in on the stream, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I am wearing I am wearing yet another non-ugly Christmas sweater. 
Um, I was explaining this to a lot of people. I get offended when every single sweater party I get invited to is ugly when I have a cacophony of gorgeous ones, one of which I'm wearing right now. Um, AK is rocking the I was a college DJ radio radio DJ in the 90s look. It's a good look. A t-shirt over a t-shirt. I, I did not. Which is gr- what, I, what I would be wearing if I was not here. I did not grow up steeped in Christmas sweater culture. <laughs> Clinton. <laughs> Neither did I. I just now have, you know, whatever. I have money. I can do things. So we have a lot of stuff we got to get to today. Short show because of the Rams. Big weekend across the globe. We just got through talking about it on Crosstalk, which was World Cup, which apparently I'm the only one here not named Jorge who actually watched. Jorge, I'm going to get to you early. What did you okay. actually do for the match? Uh, nothing. I had a party the next day that we had to work. Oh, okay. We on this three sixty thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we uh, we partied the night before. We worked the night before. Ah, uh, okay. So I woke up at six forty five yeah. to not you know two. Okay, in that's good. Yeah. I was gonna say because uh, I went. I went. Was it my couch? I actually went out. I went to a place. I I wore my pajamas to the place because it was near my house, and I was like, I'm just not doing this. I refuse to actually get up and get dressed. But you wore pajamas to a bar? Yeah, bro. Christmas time, bro. Yeah, good seven for in the you, morning, man. You can kind of seven in the morning. Seven in the morning game. Are you yeah. kidding me? I that's legit. This. It was like 8 a.m. It was like 8 a.m. lecture style. Wearing college. pajamas out in general has become a thing because when I drop off my daughter at school, she's a middle schooler. Sure. I see kids all the time in pajama bottoms. Like, it, not just for, like, you know, wear your pajamas to school day. And a, yeah, and a hoodie That's or That's the dress code now for teenagers. I mean, it's. it's Crocs are huge now. Yeah. Amanda's in the building. It's a comfortable look, Amanda. Yes, Am I is. wrong? Um, I will say this, though. It, it's comfortable, but it's not a good look. Wow. Um, okay. And I will say my nephew's uh, school actually banned wearing pajamas to school. Wow. Did they it ban got Crocs? That bad. That seems no, excessive. in fact, I would just like to say that my mom's birthday is today. Happy birthday, mom. Oh, happy but birthday. over the weekend, my niece and nephew got her Crocs for her birthday. And she has never worn them. And she's like, these are the most amazing things that I have ever felt on my feet. They're massive now. Riley has a pair and she wears them all the time. I'm like, you can't wear those out. Stop it. <laughs> I, I did not. I did not. I did not. Excuse me. I have not yet made the jump to Crocs, but I did get some of those Boston Birkenstock. Uh, what are they? Birkenstocks. Birkenstock oh, you got Birkenstocks. I got those, bro. I got those. Those uh, are what I was wearing with my pajamas. At I the rock bar. Birkenstocks. Uh, I've got like three pairs. Socks right. or no socks with your Birkenstocks? Hundred percent socks, bro. No, see, then, oh, no. I'm a no sock. That's no. You, wouldn't, you should not socks. wear socks. You with can't your even Birkenstocks. see the socks. It's not. It's not the ones with the open toe, bro. And by the way, do you like have Christmas Seuss. pajamas? Yes. Two pairs. I knew it. Of course. I knew it. I have multiple pairs of this. Yeah. How many men out there actually have Christmas pajamas besides Clinton Yates? Okay. Uh, that, right. that have a family. Like, if you have a family, if you, you have kids what? that I wear. I don't come here for this. Like, if you give me crap. Now you know about that. Oh, thank you. You give me crap for my jersey. You give me crap for the jersey that I'm wearing, but we can't give you crap for the pajamas. Christmas pajamas. He can dish it out, but he can't tell you. Exactly. This fool. Christmas sweater. That mm-hmm. honors the tradition. I'm now picturing of people wearing too many clothes for the holiday. I'm now picturing Clinton. You know how like families will do the portrait Matching, of everybody in, in, yes. that, yeah, in the Christmas yeah. pajamas. Matching Christmas pajamas. I wish. I'm picturing Clinton doing one of those portraits, but it's just by himself. Solo. Yeah, well, yeah, with who? So I wish I had a Photoshop. Photoshop for different Clintons. It's the same one. <laughs> you go to the mall yes. and have costume changes, Bro, I would totally, and it's like you have the four Los different Angeles, colors. If you want somebody that is down for the Christmas pajama entire setup. Hit me on Bumble. We'll get to that later. But yes, I would do all that. I did not do all that this weekend. I did go to, however, I went to the um, pet portrait party oh, that, that was go? in my lobby. That was fantastic. People were dressed up. I was dressed up. People's pets were dressed up. So that was fun. You know, we got some good good photographs out of it, and I made a couple friends. Nice. Happy about that. So yes, my weekend was productive. 
Am right. I supposed to be giving this mythical money update here, Greg? Is this no? That's just so we know. Well, if you want to, Jorge won fifty thousand dollars. Jorge is at two hundred and eighty-five k. That's it. Because he just won fifty k for picking Argentina before the tournament started. Bro, you're second with half. You wouldn't have even been close, even if he didn't win it. Right. People are going to kill me on Twitter. Come at me. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> now, is, was Argentina, because, I mean, we have, as we've established, I don't follow this at all. Was Argentina like a sneaky good pick for you, or is that pick in the fate? No, of the no, no. That, that was a top, that was yeah. a medal stand was, pick yeah, for sure. Was, yeah. How did you get it so easily? Well, well they had 35-game winning streak going into the World Cup. So I figured, hey, they're going to keep How'd you get Argentina so easily then? You want to know? You don't know, Jorge? You absolutely know. The problem was this. One day, (laughs) we're sitting here before the World Cup started, and all of a sudden, Jorge's like, I'm taking Argentina. And then then Mason said, I'm taking England. And everybody's just started, and John said, I'm taking Brazil. It's like, we're not just picking random teams at random. And then John says, let's put 50 grand on the table. (laughs) Right. Nobody had any choice to pick how we were going to pick everything. It was just, hey, I'm taking that guy. I'm taking that team. this was not a very well-broken No, it was brutal. If if you will. I ended up with Spain somehow. Spain? Not a terrible pick. They just didn't have. I mean, you know, no. yeah. they've won before, but yeah. that, that wasn't going to happen. I um, but yeah. So it's been a it's been a festive. The thing, the thing though, and before we get to anything else, I'll say this, dude. Saturday was nuts. Like, I remember about three weeks ago, or probably maybe closer to six weeks ago. I thought to myself, yeah, there's going to be a legit time management issue here once these World Cup games really get going and bowl season starts happening because. I mean, if I'm presumably going to watch all this, I'm in front of the television 18 hours, you know what I mean? And not even a joke. So the third place game was on Saturday. I'm like, I got emotionally invested in like 10 different things over the course of the day. That hasn't happened in a long time. Who took third? Sorry? Who took third? Croatia. Morocco couldn't get it done. So okay. That was, uh, that was Are we just going to gloss over the fact that you were watching all the bold games? Not all the bold games. I, listen, some of us are television sports professionals we oh, actually have to keep our eye fine. on things that happen yeah. you watch meaningless <laughs> bowl games but you just I sat just there in clinton's defense as Thank somebody you. who often somebody. Gets, <laughs> as somebody who often gets called on to like pti things like that you never know what obscure sport you're going to be asked to opine oh, on so for now like you're defending seconds. him after he see? made fun of see? you to start the show the no of, i didn't make fun of him i asked him to stop doing something that annoyed me and at the end of the day clinton's my guy thank you can you tell me who played in the Celebration Bowl? Yes. And who won? Yes, Jackson State lost to North Carolina Central. That was a big deal. How about the New Mexico Bowl? I don't know who played in the New Mexico Bowl. Do you there was play- also a bowl that happened right here in town, too. Yeah, the yeah, Jimmy the Kimmel Bowl. Jimmy that's Kimmel bowl. I might have yep. met, I skipped some, over I might have met some friends from Washington State who were at the bar with the people watching the World Cup the next day because they played Fresno State, right? Uh, you Shouldn't would know. You, you know? watched? Yes, I did watch. I'm just making sure that I had that <laughs> did, right. A lot of the colors that. are very similar for all of these weak sauce college football teams. What do I know? Anyway, we got a whole bunch to get to today. The Rams have a game today. Your Lakers, AK. I mean, they're just rolling out the marquee Oof, matchup today. What's going on? Uh, well, obviously, Anthony Davis. There's no official update on how long he's going to be out with this so far unspecified foot injury. It's just been called. A foot injury, right? which in and of itself does not make you feel good that they're not even declaring yet what the foot injury is. But the reports basically are around a month or so so far that he's going to be out. Tonight, the Lakers play the Suns in Phoenix. The Lakers have announced there's going to be no LeBron. no LeBron, it's basically second end, back-to-back, possibly a scheduled loss. Austin Reeves, after turning that ankle in last night's win over the Wizards, He's going to be out. Um, the Suns are not playing with Patrick, um, excuse me, with uh, Devin Booker. Okay. And DeAndre Ayton may be questionable, last I saw. So Great. 
Hell of a game for the folks in Phoenix who purchased tickets. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, not great. Everybody's off, including but, the people you can But for see. the Lakers, I mean, all kidding aside, they're obviously going to be playing their B squad, but maybe there's an opening to try to keep this thing going. Maybe, because they've won two in a row without Anthony Davis. Okay, we'll get to that. Also, wild weekend in the NFL. The Bolts got a win, and then Greg's Raiders helped them yes! get even closer to the playoffs. It's just that? ridiculous. One of the wackiest games of the year. Teams across the Southland are helping each other out. It's Mason in Ireland. I'm Clayton Yates. He's AK ESPN 710. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Mason in Ireland, Yates in AK. This is a great selection from the Creepy Christmas playlist. Are we, are we guessing the artist? Are we still doing sure, that? Sure, if you want to do it, yeah. Is Amanda this, uh, has a guess. I thought it was Macy Gray. No, not Macy Gray. Audra Day? Is that her name? No. Ella no. James? No, I said Audra Day. Is oh, I think you said her name? No. I don't know who this is. Who is it? Amy Winehouse. Oh, Amy. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, it is. Same general. Okay. How about that? Okay. Andy Kamenetsky, Clinton Yates here, ESPN 710 on a Monday. We got a bit to set up here, though. So because, uh, okay. Some of you know that there are certain people on this earth that I do not like talking about. Mm-hmm. At, the, at, at some level, there's a responsibility in broadcasting where news judgment and personal judgment come in. So there are people whose names I just don't say because I don't need to be contributing to anything they've got going, good or bad. A person who happens to own a car company is currently on the oxygen list. But AK, we're going to have some fun with that today. Yeah, so uh, you may have heard, but Elon Musk's Twitter has been a little chaotic (laughs) since since his takeover. It has not been a smooth transition since the Jack Dorsey era. And there's been a lot of complaints about Elon Musk uh, running Twitter. And he put out a poll asking whether or not he should, quote, step down as head of Twitter, saying that he would abide by the results of this poll. And the results came in. 57.5% 57.5% say yes, Elon stepped down. 42.5% say no. Over 17 million people responded to this Twitter. Coincidentally, Snoop Dogg then yeah. put out a Twitter poll asking, put out a Twitter, I sounded like my mother, <laughs> put, out a, put out a Twitter poll asking if he should take over Twitter. And 80% of the respondents said yes, Snoop Dogg. Take over Twitter. Over a million people responding in the 80%, which I love Snoop, but I have a feeling Snoop taking over Twitter could be just as chaotic as Elon Musk, just in different ways. It would be chaotic. (laughs) But it got me thinking, though, Clinton, what would happen if we left decisions at 710 up to the people through polls? Like if we just let everybody in the polls decide everything that we do, like for example... Who should step who should step down from the Mason and Ireland show? <laughs> Mason, Ireland, Jorge or Greg. Bergman. 
Yeah. Like put out that poll and it just everybody has four, to abide four, by four, this. Four panel. I mean, four four entries. Yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. we all know the answer to that. I, one. I, I know yeah. the answer to this. Let the people decide. Oh no, but we know. We, we already know. We are, if if I don't win this in a landslide, yeah. there's something wrong. But like, are we willing to put this to the people? Yeah. <laughs> like, like is it yeah, go ahead. Like Elon. You want to throw that up there? Just put it, who should step down from the Mason Island? So this is the social team. John, Mace, Jorge, or Greg. And you can throw it up on ESPN Los Angeles. You guys got a great view of the back of Greg's head there on the. But see, Greg would also like to step down himself. So (laughs) (laughs) it's very. Talking about Amanda. Refresh voting. Yeah, you know. So (laughs) I can only vote once, Amanda. So that's that's the. What about all your burners, though, Greg? Oh, that's all by other people. Oh yeah, his Peloton, Greg's. Yeah, my Peloton is a burner. You know that Anita Marks has a burner now. Wow, really? Yeah. People, man, they got a lot. of You know, you make it when you have a burner. What is that? I love the Raiders. (laughs) <laughs> so that's our first question of the day. Yeah. We, we can continue. We're going to sow some chaos for 710. With important station decisions being yeah. put up to the public because that's exactly what's happening in other parts of the world. Speaking of important decisions, that was a Sedano like segue there. Um, the Lakers, bro. Yeah. AD out indefinitely. Now, in general, when I hear the word indefinitely for people's absence in my life well i just start planning for other things that's that that's just me and i'm not going to go all the way with that because i have some theories as to how this is going to go but right now we're a week from christmas lebron's not playing because there's you know scheduled rest yeah ad is out the team is in 12th which is only a certain amount of games from the top it is it's, insane it's how little ground they have lost as a team that has been under 500 the entire season. That's weird. Like they're not they are not far Clinton. Forget the play in. They're not that far from a playoff. Sure. Seed. Sure. I get that. However, let's be real. Other teams, you know, are doing different things. Other teams are building differently. What I mean, knowing that you could lose your best player for an entire month at minimum, just on math alone, AK, what is your game plan for the rest of this season? It's really tough, man. This is <laughs> such a tough decision for the Lakers because it it's all part of the broader question of how much do you believe in the core of LeBron and AD? Right. With LeBron closing in on age 38 in his 20th season with a billion miles on his odometer, still playing at a high level. Extremely high. But you can see the dissension. He is not the guy that he was at the beginning of his time with the Lakers, much less who he was in his prime, that is not a slam on LeBron. No. It's people forget LeBron is the exception to the rule, and you can't really judge LeBron against himself because that's not really fair to LeBron. No. But we've seen versions of this movie before. Okay. With the inability to keep both these guys on the court. They've hung in this season much better, I think, than last year during a lot of chaos. It's certainly been, I think, a, a team that works harder. I think they play better. You know, they I think they've always been better than their record. The question This feels is, like a better environment than the team felt like it was at at this point yes, last season. Absolutely. Sure. Even if the team's record was better last right, year. I get what you're saying. This is a better team than last year. So it what it really comes down to is how much better than their record do you think they actually are? How much do you want to commit to this core of LeBron and AD for this season, for next season, 
Or do you ever just think we already got the best out of them to infinity and beyond? As and we it's never it's never going to be better than 2020 because the Lakers don't have a lot of assets that they fully control right now to work with. And as much as you want to try to squeeze everything out of this LeBron and AD playing at an MVP level before he got hurt, we know the odds of AD staying on the court for three quarters of a season are a crapshoot. It doesn't matter why at this point. No. You know, people, folks can, on the internet can make jokes about street clothes this and street clothes that and palinka this and palinka that. But at some point, I, I, and I've said this over and over again, the fan base has to make a decision on what they're actually rooting for with this team. Are you, like, we were talking about this before the show, and Greg, I, I want to ask you about this, which is, you know, do you trade for somebody now? Do you trade for somebody later? Like, bro, I, I don't know that any of that even really matters. If you can't keep AD and LeBron together on the court, with LeBron at this stage of his career, you are effectively planning for the post-LeBron era. Well, yeah. I mean, and that has to be a part of the discussion. What you want in a perfect world is AD being the rock so he can supplement the age issues that would automatically be there for LeBron. That was sold to us, by the way. Right. Let's not act like this is a last-ditch effort. That was the plan oh, to begin with. They they always thought. They did not give up Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart and all that draft capital for AD to be LeBron's Robin this whole time. Right. They thought by now, the plan by now would have been you transition to what we saw for a month this season, which was AD is the engine of the proverbial car and LeBron's the dude steering it. Driving it, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that was the plan. And we've seen at times it can work really well and they can look really good. But if you can't have it all the time, what do you do with that? I, I, I don't know. And I, I again, I know that Laker fans, Greg, like to delude themselves into believing that this every year thing is real. But I don't know that after a month more with AD gone, from a math standpoint, you're in a position to make – what I would consider to be a bit of a scramble move to try to trade a bunch of guys to you know get their expiring contracts out of there as potentially a move for this year or next year. I mean, I've, it has to be if if we're taking your premise and that they're out of it in a month, sure, right. then you absolutely have to move for next year. You make moves because otherwise you're going to lose guys that are on expiring contracts. That's the whole point of them. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn, Patrick Beverly, even Russell Westbrook, those three guys are on expiring contracts. They are worth something to other teams because of the expi- expiration date on their t- on their on their contract. So you bring in people that could eventually maybe work with LeBron James a little bit heading into the summer so they already have some type of gel situation rapport. going on. Yeah. yeah, rapport. So yeah, I would I would move all of these guys and try and move for the future. So then you're still committed though to the idea of LeBron and AD for at least one more season. I mean you I mean and that's what we're in. That's that's the situation that we're in. Well I it mean, doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, but do you really think that in when the summer comes and your ability to move LeBron James is there that they actually do it? There's no chance. Well, I'm not saying what they will do. I'm saying what they could do. Yeah. They could do. Yeah. They could move everybody if they really wanted right. to. Well, but <laughs> I mean, whether that's the right idea or not, I, I don't think it's going to happen. So I think you move these guys on the one year deal. I mean, we've already seen what they look like when they're when they're together. They actually look pretty good. Like they're yeah. I, they're just not closing well because they don't have all the horses. There's there's a term that was often used in my household and in my family particularly amongst the matriarchs in the crib, which was, 
I don't want all these people coming in and out of my house, which is <laughs> kind of where the Lakers are right now. And I see your point. Yeah, in theory, you could just be trading and moving for guys all over the place. But ultimately, the problem with this team was a lack of continuity. And the problem with this team is that you can't just add any old dude to a LeBron roster and expect it to work. That's not a knock on that. He's just such a different type of character in terms of how he fits into an NBA roster that, okay, yeah, sure, maybe you trade for a couple guys, but what if that doesn't work at the end of the season? Then you've committed another offseason, and then it's another it, it year. Gets, it's a lot, bro. It gets back to the question, though, of are you still confident in this core? Or are you keeping this core together with LeBron and AD not because you're confident in them, but because you want the relevancy of having LeBron and AD on your roster? Well, this was the argument as to why they got him to begin with. But I'm just saying, because like, if you don't have confidence in them, like true confidence, and it has felt like the front office has been an ownership, you know, with Jeannie Buss, has been on the fence about just how confident they are with LeBron and AD, and really, not talent, the ability to stay on the court. It's felt like they've been on the fence with this, and they've been in a like a proving ground mode this entire season. So if you're really not truly confident about it, in your bones, four seasons into it, then it raises the question of, why did you extend LeBron? Yeah. Why are you looking to keep Anthony Davis around as long as you can? Is it because of a relevancy play? Because as the Lakers, your ethos as an organization you are terrified at the idea of having to start from scratch. And you just feel like you've convinced yourself this is not what we do. You know what stinks about that the most? Is that I think that if there was any team in the NBA that if they legitimately started from scratch would have no bigger buy-in from their fan base than the Los Angeles Lakers. But they're scared to do it. Yeah. It's tough. I, it's tough. And they're great at spotting talent. They're really they, – they're scouting – and drafting is by far the greatest strength of this organization, and I think it's one of the best across the entire league. They can hold their own with anybody. Keeping it is the hard part. He's Andy Kamenetsky. I'm Clinton Yates. This is Mason Ireland on ESPN 710. Hmm. Mason Ireland, Yates and AK. I have a question. Do you know the question? I do not know the question. I did not get to is see the wheel before every, you spun is it. Is everybody ready for the question? Ready for the question off the wheel that we had no idea was going to come up. Um, this is predicated based on my social media viewings of the past weekend. I learned something I had no idea. So here's the question of the day. Did you know that moose and deer shed their antlers annually? I did actually know this. You knew this. I did actually know this. I don't know anything behind like the science of it or the physiology, the why it happens. Have you seen it with your not with no. your eyeballs? Have you seen a clip of it? No. I just been I have been broadly aware that this happens. Jorge, did you know this? I did not know that. No, you did not know that. Uh-uh. Amanda, did you know that? I did know that. I actually learned that at the LA Zoo. Really? Yes. And Greg, did you know this? I had no clue whatsoever. Why do they do that? Okay. Did you know, Clinton, that yes. you're not supposed to ask a yes or no question? Oh, I did know that. Questions. But I just wanted to bring up the fact that I was completely, as a 41-year-old man, unaware of one of the most common <laughs> animal practices out there. And I casually polled my friends, Amanda, and like, I'd say seven out of ten people just didn't know that. I was shocked. Did you learn the science behind it? Like, why does this happen? I learned it because I saw a TikTok of a guy who had a garage camera where this moose 
just walked by, shook his head. <laughs> These antlers just come flying off. Wow. And I think even the moose didn't know. It just went running. It was terrified. So, of course, I spent another two hours down the drain looking at videos of this. And this is how it happened. You know, now that I think about it, like, you know how animal, like animal parents, they teach their young yes. certain things. They teach them really how to eat, how to walk, how to, how to survive. But the idea of you will shed your antlers, I don't know how the mother moose or the father moose uh, it communicates, communicates that, that right. to the child moose. So, I guess what happens is, wait for, you know storytelling time that is remotely related to holiday stuff i guess they get the fur on their antlers then the fur goes away and then the antlers just fall off it's like a whole bloody process that wow. nobody talks about <laughs> yeah, exactly wow that's exactly i'm so i'm like i'm getting all these replies I'm, I'm today years old when i found this out two days ago i'm watching a mule deer buck with drop teen shedding antlers on film it's it's incredible. It's weird, it right? It shakes its head, and all of a sudden, one just falls off. <laughs> then it's prancing around, and then the next one falls off, and they just have nothing on it. Amanda, there. I apologize I, for breaking the format, but this was a mind-boggler to me. I had no over clue. Over the course of the How weekend. did you know this? I told you. I learned it at the zoo. But why do they do that? Go to the zoo. Can they zoo. feel it? Can they feel so, their antlers? Okay, so this was part of my whole concern about this. Was Like, like a limb? How yeah. painful is this? No. Apparently, it's like cutting no, they, a toenail. Yeah, they don't feel like it. Like cutting a toenail? Yeah. They just crack they just off, <laughs> and they leave these weird kind of like scab things, but I guess those just kind of bleed. And Do just, new ones come out? It's yes. like a snake shedding its skin. Yes. Okay, like I get that. It's a molting. It's in that same yeah. vein. I had no clue. I knew that people collected deer antlers. I knew that moose antlers were collected. I just assumed okay. these were dead animals. But they always have like these big, like a lot of them have these gigantic well, antlers, and they've years. grown them multiple times? Yes. According to sciencing.com, Moose and other animals belonging to the Cervidae family shed their antlers because of the levels of testosterone in their bloodstream at the end of breeding season. Oh, yeah. Just too much power, baby. I guess <laughs> too much power. Well, I was thinking too horny. You know, that's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. Same it's, difference it's at that done. point, AK. Get those things out of there. Yeah. That's I mean, good like, to know. You're, you're not going to have an outlet for this, so let's just get rid of these <laughs> antlers. It's only going to be frustrating. Yeah, it only happens to the males, and it's an annual thing. I mean, I, I was sorry. This was mind-boggling to me. I did not know that, and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I do now. So, <laughs> wow. What was that? Wow. Wow. Somebody hit the Seinfeld button. I don't even know where. I that got is. you. Don't worry. <laughs> Speaking of other holiday-related things, I saw on our social media this weekend that uh, people were asked the question: Who would like, who they would like to gift them something most from the station? Now, the answer was pretty much one-sided. Everybody said Ireland because he gives- He gives money. He's rich. Cash gifts, and he's rich. Straight cash, homie. Now, I don't give cash to people, nor am I rich, but I am a year-round gifter, not a holiday season gifter. I get really very much love on that poll at all. I, were you in it? Were you in the poll? Somebody gave me a mention. Yeah, I think Emily, Emily said that did. you would be a good gift giver. Thank you. Yeah, see, there you go. You got somebody. Emily gifts. You got some love. Good job, Emily. But fun fact. I've never gotten a gift from everybody you. Everybody here has gotten a gift from me because if you were at the ESPN 710 All-Star Game, you got a bat with your name on it. I didn't. You didn't. I, you I do there. have a bat with my no, name on it. It's does. really pretty I've never damn gotten cool. A gift it's true, actually. Clinton texted me because I was not able to go to the All-Star Game because I, yes. mo- I was moving that weekend. Oh, yeah. You didn't want to take Frankie. He was like, dude, I had a bat for you. Like I did. He showed us these photos of I these did. bats that he had. I, anyway, Do you have it now? 
I do not have it now. The, the, it How do just, you not have it now? It was just a general discussion. How do what? How does, Where, where's his Andy Kamenetsky bet? Yeah. Well, he made them after the question was asked. I'm fairly certain oh. because he was making them on the way. Anyway, oh, okay. the point is, the question became up is, is gift like, would you, do you prefer somebody to give you gifts like around the course of the general year or is this make up for it to get one thing at Christmas? I, I give people stuff based on when I think of them in my travels and I come back and I say, here you go. I prefer, I, I prefer spontaneous gifts to you are supposed to be giving a gift now because we have decided December 25th, <laughs> Christmas, societally, re- religiosity, whatever. Like we have decided this is gift giving season sure. or birthday. Like this is gift giving time. I find that to be way more pressure than just, hey, saw this, thought you would like it, picked it up for you. I don't like themed giving season. Okay. I don't, I don't mind that. I, I, I don't have a problem with that stance, Greg. I, no, I don't have a problem with it either. The, the thing that I like about Andy right now is religi- religiosity is a real word. Yeah. I did not yeah. think that. I thought you totally made that up. I, made that I up. looked it up, and it means strong religious feeling or belief. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. You're like Mason now, where everything you say is actually a real word. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm wearing my glasses today. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it was Andy that said re- religiosity. Know, we're, we're feeding off of each other. I know well. you had cacophony earlier. He's got religiosity today. Like, I know, you know? that. Uh, I mean, Gray, I didn't think it was that big of a word. <laughs> uh, did you know that word, Amanda? I wasn't sure if it was a word or not. I thought you made it up. But you know, leave it to you guys who are writers. I was going to say, Clinton and I both <laughs> yes, do write. No, so you do so. realize this is radio, right? So think about that. Oh, yeah, right, everybody's got to learn. Again, I didn't think it was that big of a word. <laughs> like, Either way, I, I don't give gifts just I, randomly. I took ESL classes. That's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Like I wish, I wish that I was, I had the mind for gifts to give good gifts all year round, but I just can't. Like it, it needs to be a specific day that I'm like, oh, I need to get a gift for that day. Amanda, your thoughts? So I do both. Okay. I do it year round when I see something that I think someone might like, or, um, you know, if somebody's having a difficult time and I want to cheer them up. But then I also do it for the holidays as well. I'm not gonna lie. Part of the reason why I do choose to do this year round is kind of to avoid the busy season because it's like you know what uh, you think i'm going to cram all this in the three weeks you know what i'm doing in december i'm buying gifts for myself right that's that's what i'm doing it's i'm buying birkenstocks and pajamas it just becomes a lot and especially too because like i gotta i gotta get christmas and hanukkah going at the exact same yeah. time like there's a lot going on in december brian's oldest my brother's oldest his birthday is Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. I've got another nephew who's Christmas Eve. Like, there's a lot happening in December. It's just a lot to to manage. You know, you got to handle the wife's gift, like all that stuff. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's just a lot. I would, like you, I would yes. rather be able to just spread this around. Hey, here is a token of how I feel about you. I am always on some level thinking about you and, hey, would you like this as opposed to I am really thinking about you in December? That's that's pretty much how I try to do it. I spread the love across to everything. Speaking of spread of love, we got to talk about the Dodgers, bro. Yeah, I mean, things are going. People are coming and going, as I like to say. I don't like all these people coming in at my house. <laughs> as I mentioned before, we're kind of getting to that level a little bit with the Dodgers. We'll talk about that on the other side. Mason in Ireland, Yates in AK. <laughs> 